Hey guys, this is Courtney from Lil's Bloom and today we're going to talk about the 2023 forecast for all of the signs. So before we dive in, I highly recommend watching for both your rising and sun sign. Sometimes people ask, you know, why your rising sign? Um, and this is because it will determine the house placements. However, over the years, I've also been watching for my sun sign and this has always been really relevant as well. So I highly recommend that. The other thing I will add is that this is not going to go over all of the details of 2023. That's going to be super overwhelming, take way too long. So today we're really just going to cover these larger kind of cycles and transits happening that will affect you on a soul level that will kind of direct where your life is going, but maybe not each and every specific event. That's more so what I'll be doing in the moon forecasts. If you guys are interested in learning about what all of the transits are, all of the transits that I would look at that are important for 2023, I created a whole Notion template that you can purchase down below and I've listed next to each and every transit kind of the energy of what you can expect. So if you want to, for example, choose a really good time to go on a date or to launch something for your business and you can't really afford to have a full-on reading with me um, and you don't really know what the energies are going to be like coming up for your for your planning for your months ahead, then I highly recommend checking that out. It took me a super long time to create. I went through hand by hand, day by day on the calendar and also on my astrology app looking at the chart to see what the energy was that day the major transits and what we might feel so i highly recommend taking advantage of that i'm going to have it at a really really reasonable price just so that everyone can get their hands on it and know what to expect and i also included charts for every new and full moon so you can see all of the aspects themselves and then you can also kind of follow along with me when i do my weekly forecast with the new and full moons you'll be able to pull up the chart beforehand maybe make some predictions if you're learn learning astrology and of course if you want to learn astrology with me I also have a course astrology 101 that I've been adding lots of content to and it's just a very powerful way to learn about yourself your purpose and what's coming up for you in the year so if you're interested in that and you like the way that I teach astrology or talk about astrology definitely check that out down below. Um, soon I'm going to be launching a kind of workshop webinar style video with you guys where we're going to cover some really important topics that will link back to the astrology course. And that one will be totally free and very, very helpful. So stay tuned for that. Now let's go ahead and jump into all of the rising signs. All right, Aquarius, what does your 2023 look like? Well, we have a pretty big year for you guys. It's big for everyone, but it's especially big for you. We are having Pluto move into your sign for the first time. Pluto is a very slow moving planet. It has spent the last 15 years since 2008 in the sign of Capricorn in your 12th house. Now it is emerging from March 23rd to June 11th in your first house in the sign of Aquarius. And if it's if your sun is in the sign of Aquarius, you will at some point over the next 20 years have an experience of Pluto moving over your sun. So very, very big deal, very significant for those who have planets in Aquarius. You guys are going to go through this massive transformation over the next 20 years where some of these planets or all of your Aquarius planets will be making a conjunction or Pluto will be making a conjunction with these planets and transforming that area of your life. And I know personally, because I just went through a massive 
Pluto transit over my moon these last three years. And it's been a wild ride. And I will say when Pluto moves over a planet or moves into your first house, the change is almost like this very gradual process. But you look back and you're like, I am a totally different person than I used to be. And that's really what you guys are going to get a taste of from March 23rd to June 11th, what this next 20 year long evolution is going to be like, where you're totally transforming yourself into a more empowered and growth oriented version. So Pluto in evolutionary astrology is representative of our soul. And it has a lot to do with things that we have repressed and carried with us very, very deeply. It is defining everything that is below the earth's surface. So if you think about that within ourselves emotionally or intellectually, it's in the subconscious and unconscious. It's below the surface. It's in the somatic body needing to be released. And so there's just so much here that when a planet moves like, when a planet like Pluto moves over another planet or into a sign, it brings up so much. It unearths all those things related to that house, that sign, that planet that was pushed down. And so very, very transformative time. And I'm excited to see what these next 20 years look like for you. Again, we're just getting a taste of that this year. And then from 2024 onward for, the, for those 20 years, that's going to be your slow, gradual, transformative experience. We also have Saturn moving into the sign of Pisces in your second house. It's been hanging out in your first house and exhausting you guys for this last two and a half years. <laughs> it's been a lot. Um, Saturn in a house or especially the first house really asks you to step up, level up as a person, work super hard, become mature, have to face certain life challenges or difficulties. It will vary um, in intensity and degree depending on your chart and who you are. Um, but ultimately Saturn the first is like, it, it kind of, it forces you to become an adult in many ways. It's like, you need to face this. You need to face this about yourself, about your life, and you need to step up and deal with it. And especially when it comes to ourselves and our character, how we care for our physical body and our career and our purpose, all those things have really been challenged these last two and a half years. And now it's moving into your second house. So it's asking you to then put that amount of energy and effort that you've been putting into yourself and the development of yourself into your financial sector. Are you going to become better at managing your money? Are you going to understand how to plan long-term? Are you going to be more responsible for the things that you already own and take really good care of them and preserve them, which is what Saturn wants. It wants longevity. It wants thoughtfulness. And sometimes we might have to deal with certain challenges in that area. And it doesn't mean that you're going to lose money, though sometimes you can. Um, but for many of, of us, it can indicate that you're actually getting more responsibility and more money. And so things have to change. You can't do things the way that you always did because you'll just start losing, you know, you'll just spend all this money. It's like that, that um, lifestyle creep that happens. So Saturn in the second house can indicate having more to manage, more effort needing to go into your um, your financial realm, um, as well as how you value yourself. So if you have been undercharging, you know, if you have a business or are a freelancer, if you've been undercharging, it's time to look at that. If you've been feeling like you lack confidence and don't know how to kind of present yourself in the world in a really magnetic way, this is time to look at that. 
Saturn in the second will have us see the weaknesses that we feel that we have. And it kind of repair, it's our time to put effort towards repairing those little cracks. So it's not about being the perfect person, but it's about realizing how worthy we already are. And sometimes Saturn moving through an area of our life will show us where we feel like we are not something so that we can change our beliefs, change our thoughts, change our behavior to feel like we are that thing. We also have Jupiter in Aries in your third house at the start of this year until May 16th. Then it will finally move into Taurus in your fourth house. So Jupiter in Aries in the third is a really good time for you guys to be out in your community. So if you do work some kind of job where you are getting to talk to people, getting to know people, um, maybe having more friends, more socializing going on, improving your communication, things that you're learning, even also just your positive mindset, feeling like things are on the up and up, things are growing and feeling like you believe more in the potential for uh, things to go right. Um, Jupiter in the third house can show that there's a lot of growth in your mindset and your communication and networking. When it moves into your fourth on May 16th, it's a time for your family or your home life to start growing and expanding. And that doesn't always mean that things are just easy. I, I don't want to say Jupiter moving house just makes everything super easy, but it tends to bring lots of gifts. So if we do put any effort towards something or if there is ever a challenge, the gift and reward and wisdom we get that on the other side is tenfold than we get with any other planet. So um, if there is ever a challenge or if you ever have to grow and step up in some way, it's inspirational, it's rewarded, it's optimistic. And so Jupiter in the fourth will give you that potential to do on an emotional level. It'll give you that potential to do that with your home and family. So if there have been some risks within the family or if you haven't seen them much, this is a time to reconnect, to rekindle those relationships. If you are moving into a new home, you have the potential to buy something for yourself or to move in with somebody that feels really beautiful and exciting. There's just a lot of growth opportunities in the more kind of hidden area of your life that we consider the home. We have also already had the North Node and Taurus in the fourth house. So there's been a lot of faded events going on within the home already and the family. So the eclipses that happen here and will continue to happen here until July 12th um, are basically, actually we're having some eclipses all the way until October, but the nodes will remain in Taurus and Scorpio until July 12th. Um, but essentially what this is indicating is that you've already had some destined faded karmic moments happen within your home and family life. And it's going to continue to kind of spark up all the way through October, as I mentioned. Um, but it's helping you try to understand how to become more settled in life. And this could literally mean that you realize that, you know, home is where the heart is and you're settled in yourself emotionally. But there's something around, this is where I belong this is, I'm healing my roots. I feel like I, um, I feel like I'm safe here. There's a feeling again of meeting your needs and safety that often comes with Taurus in the fourth house. So that has been the longer kind of journey that you're going on this year and will continue until October and especially until July, because that's when the nodes will shift. The South node has been in Scorpio in your 10th house. So in many ways, you guys have been having some letting go processes in career, wherever the South Node is in Scorpio, it's having us really start to check in on an intuitive and emotional level and ask ourselves, does this suit me? Does this fit my personality? Does this 
actually align with who I want to be. And with the South Node, for some of you, that answer could be no. And you might have to shift the way that you do things. And this is a very, again, kind of karmic faded occurrence. And for others, you might realize, yes, I'm in the right thing. I've been doing the right thing. And you can almost get some kind of karmic retribution of now you're finally getting the career that you've always wanted as a result of living in alignment. Um, but often the south node is about a little bit of a course correction. And in the sign of Scorpio, it's that deep internal reflection around what would help bec us become that person that we want to be in our life goals, in our career, um, and in that area of our life. We are having the node shift into Aries and Libra on July 12th. So the North Node will move into your third house and the South Node will move into your ninth house. So this is going to be putting an extra emphasis on what is right in front of you. When I think of the third house, I think of the relationships and the people and the tasks that are more immediate. These are the people that live in your neighborhood or in your state. These are the tasks that are most urgent on your to-do list. And the ninth house is these broader perspectives, these longer term goals, the travel that's further away. So we are having a much more, there's like a lopsided emphasis. Like it's a more urgent kind of year where you're really working hard. And we do see that with the starting off of this year with this rabbit card. I was like, how are they starting off 2023? This is a card of overwhelm. And I feel like it's a lot of almost worry and anxiety because you just have a lot that you're, that is on your plate. Um, so I think that you guys are just feeling very, very busy in general. And I think that the North Node being in your third house can kind of continue that energy a little bit. Um, but it will also help you in managing this. And so the North Node is going to bring about those faded events that help you realize how do I manage my mind and my energy levels and my connections to make this be like a functioning process rather than something that's running my own life. With the South Node in the Ninth House, you might have to alter your belief systems and the way that you think about life in order to have things function more properly. We have all been having Mars move to the sign of Gemini for a while now, and it will continue to do so until March of 2023, which has been in your fifth house. So you guys may have feel like may have felt like you are much more creatively motivated. Maybe you guys, if you had a specific hobby, were putting so much energy into that hobby. Or if you have children, we're putting so much energy into your relationship with your children and really spending time and energy with them. But and if you are on the dating scene, then it could be um, representing that. But generally, what it means is we're feeling just like really excited by the things that we enjoy the most. So these are our hobbies. This is our, again, dating life, vacation, relationships. And it feels like a time where we are pursuing our pleasures, but with passion. So it's like our passion businesses, our passion projects, um, very, very creative energy. And again, taking lots of action forward towards those things that we want. We are all going to experience a Venus retrograde from July 23rd to September 4th, which will be in the sign of Leo in your seventh house. Um, not the best time for relationships, to be honest. Um, Venus retrograde is not really a pleasant time because it's having us reevaluate our values in relationships and even more so for you guys because it does fall in your seventh house. So many of you could go through breakups if your relationship foundations are not stable or could have some friendships that kind of fritter away and don't last. Um, but it's really because you guys are becoming more in tune with what you need 
and the discrepancies between what was happening and where you actually want things to be. And so if there are big discrepancies and things that can't be healed, that can't be really resolved, those relationships won't necessarily last. And if you have a way that you've been showing up to relationships that's immature or that is not really helping the other person feel good, or if you're relating in some unhealthy way, I should say, you'll start to face the the sound of the music with this particular transit in July and September. Okay, let's talk about the eclipses. But before we do, I wanted to give an announcement that from January 22nd to April 21st, all planets will be direct. This means this is a time of momentum, of flow, of all the planets moving us forward in life. It's a time to say yes and initiate projects. So be direct, be bold, and go after the things that you want during that period of time. April 20th, we have a solar eclipse in Aries in your third house. So this is a time in which you might feel very busy. So if you do work, it's like you're getting a lot more tasks, a lot more things to do. You might meet new people, have a change in perspective of a brand new idea come to you that can influence your world in some really significant way. So that's an exciting time. I would love to check back with you guys and see um, how that lands for you, especially being in the sign of Aries. I think it's going to lead to a lot more sense of independence and strength and being like, I'm going to act on this idea and it's going to make me so happy because it's just so in line with who I am and what I'm meant to do. May 5th, we have a lunar eclipse in Scorpio in the 10th house. So this could be an indication of something shifting within the career. Lunar eclipses on the south node can indicate some type of ending or transition. Like, okay, this phase of doing this thing isn't working in my career, my life goals and objectives. I need to kind of pursue things in a different way or I have a different perspective on this now and it's just a little bit outdated. Um, So again, changing of things in the career, very faded events can happen during this time. October 14th, we have a solar eclipse in Libra in your ninth house. This is helping you understand the new belief systems that you need to have in order to be the person that you want to be. And some of you guys might even travel abroad during this time. I do see like multiple indications of traveling abroad. So that is a potential for some of you. On October 28th, we have a lunar eclipse in Taurus in the fourth house. This could indicate a change within the living situation. So, um, especially because it's a lunar eclipse, there can be an indication of a lot of internal reflection that can lead to deciding to do things differently or let things go in some capacity. Um, But because it's also the North Node, there has this very growth-oriented effect. So whatever changes do happen internally or within the home are going to lead you to a more stable, much more stable foundation because, um, you know, Taurus is a very stable sign. Okay, let's talk about your card. So I mentioned you're starting off this year as the rabbit. You are ending this year as a zebra. So a couple of things about the zebra, it does talk about traveling. Um, It's also mentioning the word magic. Zebras have a lot to do with creativity and expressing their unique individuality. So they recognize that they are special, right? And I think that in many ways, by the end of this year, you guys will come into your own essence and see how you are special, how you are unique. And so I feel like you're moving out of this, um, you're moving out of the rabbit energy, which is like, oh, I have all this stuff to do and it's overwhelming into a phase of the zebra where you either are feeling more creative or you've mastered something, but there's something here where I feel like it's, 
it's a lot lighter of an expression. It's a lot more playful. Um, it's a lot more authentic to who you are. So let me also read what it says in the book. Eccentric creative visionary. So many of you guys might also um, have different like visions for what you what you want in your life in general. Zebras are precious gems. They're young at heart, well-cultured, and have an undying curiosity about life. Being in the company of a zebra personality is not only a delight, but also opens your mind. So many way, many of you guys might open people's minds this year, especially with Jupiter moving through your third house. You might say or communicate or do things that helps other people shift into a broader perspective or helps them see your world more clearly. And I think you also might learn from other people in a different way than you've done before. Be prepared. Their potent magic is contagious and you may soon find yourself in a faraway land expanding your worldview while having a blast. Zebras like to contribute to global health through environmental or volunteer work. This may be a hint to pack your bags. So many of you guys might be trying to give back. Many of you guys might be inspiring other people and traveling. Um, very exciting. It's talking a lot about mindset though. And I think that makes sense with the Jupiter in the third house transit that you're experiencing this year. Um, I also pulled two cards. One is around intuition and one is around wisdom. So this to me is saying that you guys are starting to listen more to your intuition. And this might in particular come through your career. And I feel like because there are there is a lunar eclipse in Scorpio in the 10th house. It's going to help you follow more of that gut of like, this feels right. I'm going to just act on this. I'm going to pivot in this way because my intuition tells me to. And I think it's going to really, really pay off for you guys. Um, and I see that especially with the the last card of the tarot being the queen of pentacles. It's like you guys are absolutely getting to some level of financial and career success. You do have to work hard for it though. With the Page of Wands and the Six of Cups, many of you guys might be revisiting some childhood passion of yours, which again is really coming in clear um, with this Mars and the fifth house that you guys have been going in terms of a transit. If you've been working on a hobby or some kind of thing that you've been excited about or working with children, this is that passion and excitement about that thing. And I feel like it's saying to not stop it, even after Mars moves out of there, to keep going with whatever hobby and passion that is. The other cards that are coming through are the Knight of Pentacles and the Queen of Pentacles, which to me is saying, which to me is indicating that you're working very, very hard and working also very responsibly. So slow, efficiently, trying your best, doing whatever you can in the moment, and is getting you to this financial independence, to this level of career success that is maybe new to you. So I feel like 2023, you have a lot of potential to grow significantly in your career sector. I'm very excited for you guys, especially when you have this eclipse there. I think it's going to shake things up in a really, really profound and beautiful way. And that's all I'm seeing for you. If you want to look at the transits for 2023 with matching energy all in a Notion template, if you use Notion, then check out my template down below for sale. And if you want an astrology reading to see how this is going to affect you personally, or if you want to learn astrology from me, I have a course, which I'm adding tons of new content to. And I think the more content I add, I will raise the price and the value. So definitely check that out now if you want to get grandfathered in at this price. And I hope to see you guys in the new year. Bye.